Good morning, everyone. I am super excited for an in-person interview with Dr. Stefan Perrant. Uh, my name is Jason Brooks. I'm a pediatric orthopedic surgeon from the Scottish Rite Hospital for Children, and I'm here with my colleague. Ryan Fitzgerald. I'm from uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm a part of Children's Orthopedic and Scoliosis Surgery Associates. And we're here for another episode of Scoliosis Dialogues. Um, and there is a really exciting meeting coming up, IMAS in Ireland. And uh, we're here with the program chair, Dr. Perrant. And so we're just here to learn a bit more about this meeting and learn a bit more about what to expect. But before we get into that, Dr. Perrant, please tell us a little bit more about where you were born and kind of how you got to the field of spine deformity. Oh, boy, that's a, we're going to the close places. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect that. Uh, so I was born in a very small village. Uh, between somewhere in rural Quebec. Uh, so those of you who know a little bit of the uh, ge uh, geography, Montreal, Quebec City, in between there's a small city called Trois-Rivières or Three Rivers, mm. uh, and then north of that. So, and uh, it's a, it was a very small village with lots of room to play and all that stuff. So I, I grew up uh, in a very uh, rural area. And then... Uh, I went to medical school, got my, uh, I, I was, uh, uh, my, my sports was uh, handball. So I, I uh, tore my ACL, had a few uh, knee operations, but I found that the orthopedic surgeon taking care of me had a great job. Like he was doing uh, surgery with scopes and stuff like that. So it got me interested. So very well, very early, I, I decided to go into orthopedic surgery. And then I did, while doing an elective in France, I saw spine surgery for the first time. And then I saw the light. I just said, this is great. You can, you, you, it's the closest thing that you can do to touching the brain or the spinal cord. So it was all super interesting. Uh, and then uh, I met uh, my uh, mentor, Dr. Labelle uh, in Montreal. And he, he even pushed more boundaries of uh, um, me understanding 3D and all that stuff. So uh, it, it one thing to led to another. Now I'm a pediatric or peak spine surgeon uh, with an interest in 3D deformity. So, uh, yeah. That is really, really cool. Now, you know, I think a lot of people are respect people who just get their MD, but you have an MD and PhD, which, mm -hmm. you know, makes you doctor, doctor. What made you pursue <laughs> that more academic route? Or is that a specific for becoming an academician in Montreal where they no. kind of want people to no, no, have a PhD I, I, also? I'm actually the first one who completed his PhD during his residency. Uh, so oh, wow. like I, I did this, I, I didn't like to sleep. Um, <laughs> but the, 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 the idea was that I was interested in research, came and met Hubert Labelle and he had this idea of a research project. So we started a master's and fairly early in the process, we found out that uh, this could be a big project. So we just asked the university to do a transfer from master's to PhD. Didn't, and then so there's a there's a way of doing this and then uh, yeah, yeah did my phd added the an extra year to my uh, residency so did my residency over six years uh, instead of five but got my phd and my residency at the same time so okay. came back and it was That's great incredible wow it really is so thank you for the introduction and it's good to meet the the program chair now this year's imast imast is typically srs's meeting that's the most cutting edge new techniques new technologies um, and so that's kind of the general format for it. But this year you have big shoes to fill because last year we had IMAST uh, in Miami. Yeah. Beautiful location. This year we're going back across the pond to Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. 
Can you give us a little teaser? How are you going to get a leg up on uh, last year's program? Super excited. I think that last year was our first real meeting coming together after COVID and all that stuff. So a lot of there's still people were having some apprehensions, but a lot of people were happy to see each other. But I expect this year's meeting to be even more uh, uh, interesting and uh, better attended because COVID is getting behind us. So it's really time to go back. Uh, European uh, uh, meetings usually uh, uh, draw a lot of uh, uh, attendees because the location is different. It's not in the US, so uh, European people are easy. It's easier for, for them to go there. People from Asia Pacific are also uh, closer by. So it's a, it's a good mix. And then uh, obviously we cannot, it's difficult to beat, beat the Miami weather, but uh, in Dublin, we'll have the great uh, uh, outsides. We can, uh, uh, there's golf you can do. Uh, and then obviously it's, uh, it's one of the best places in the world for beer and for, uh, for uh, whiskey. So uh, I think that's a little Guinness and yeah. Irish whiskey. So it works good people. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, now, looking through the program, it looks like there's a big section that's really hands-on. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of that or what we can anticipate in that this year? Yeah. So the, the hands-on hands-on workshops are something that are very peculiar to uh, IMAS. It's, it's the way that we can attract our industry partners to come in and uh, have time with the attendees. So they're sponsoring these events. Uh, we have five uh, places in the program where we'll, we'll have hands-on workshops. They're usually around either breakfast or lunch. There's even a, a late afternoon session on Friday uh, where we will have uh, discussions, uh, have different faculties from the industries, sponsored by the industry, uh, come in and uh, describe their experience with new technologies or cutting edge technologies. So this is going to be an interesting part where we can interact with the industry. Uh, it's It's a very privileged way of uh, uh, having this relationship with the industry because um, not many other meetings have this uh, and it gives a chance to the industry to show showcase their newest technologies. It's really exciting stuff. Yeah. And on that front, uh, we were looking to the program and there's a really interesting talk that Peter Newton is going to have early on talking about how to effectively navigate your relationships with industry as you're yes. building your career in, uh, in spine deformity. Why did you feel like that was an important topic to have for a meeting like IMS? This, this actually, those sessions that uh, are the ICLs, and some of them were submitted by the the, the our, our membership, and this one was actually submitted by the by some uh, members, uh, Ahmed Analai and uh, uh, Michelle Worldborn. and I I I know that Michelle did something similar at Pazna, but the idea here is to see how we can innovate while maintaining, a, a maintaining an appropriate relationship with industry. So how do spine surgeons that are innovative, uh, can, how can they promote uh, their ideas uh, without feeling that they are bought by the industry or that they have too, that the relationship is, is too close and that they cannot get out of the relationship. So I think that the ethics and then the uh, the actual way that you can navigate a specific idea when you have an idea as a surgeon, uh, that's a super interesting uh, session and it will generate a lot of discussion. Yeah. And I mean, I think to having Dr. Newton give that talk. Yeah. He, he's going to help us all yeah. learn yeah. quite a bit. I agree. That's excellent. There's going to also be a white cloud session where yep. uh, potentially award-winning papers on uh, innovative topics in spine deformity will be given. How do you go about selecting the papers that are going to be presented during the white cloud session? That 
question is very timely. We just completed the uh, review process. It's a painstaking <laughs> process yeah. that we have a group of reviewers that do this on their free time. Uh, we received over 900 applications and we selected only 65 papers, wow. or 63 papers for this year. So we only had room for 63. So it's really the top of the top of the top. And the white cloud session is those 15 papers that rank the highest. So among all the different topics uh, and all the reviewers, these are the most interesting and most innovative talks that we were able to find find in the program or in the abstract that were submitted. So White Cloud uh, typically has been super well attended. It's the first session on the Friday morning, uh, the Thursday morning after uh, the uh, hands-on workshop with the industry. We start the meeting with this. It should be a packed attendance on Thursday morning. Fantastic. Well, the only way for it to be packed is for you to be there. Oh, yeah. We will uh, certainly be posting as much of, we, of it as we can on social media. You'll be able to see the White Cloud uh, award-winning paper as well. The only way to truly get every bit of it is for you to be there. So please uh, consider joining us in Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. And, um, you know, we and appreciate all your time and coming to sit and talk with us. Absolutely. And we want to mention that registration for IMAS opens up uh, December 7th. Um, and so uh, that will be happening soon, probably as soon as this podcast episode is posted. Um, in addition, we encourage you all to download the SRS app, uh, particularly the meeting app uh, for the IMAS meeting, um, because you will be able to at least view uh, the program there um, and actually uh, prepare for this upcoming meeting. So uh, if I may, yes. one last thing. Absolutely. We changed the format this year of IMAS. It was a meeting that started usually on Wednesday and ended up on Saturday. The board was very uh, helpful in modifying this and they, they dropped the Saturday morning session. So it's from Wednesday evening that starts with cases and cocktails, which is great. Usually yeah. we have start and then uh, two full days of meetings, presentations that will end with ex expert techniques and uh, the 30 years of innovation on Friday night. So uh, these sessions and uh, we'll pack your two days. So it's a very condensed meeting, but over two days. So you get the most in terms of time away from your practice. In two and a half days, you should be getting everything done. And then on Saturday, you can fly back home. Awesome. Sounds awesome. Great. So no reason why y'all shouldn't be there now, right? You still get to enjoy the weekend with your families. Uh, looking forward to seeing you all in Ireland. Dr. Perrant, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. The Scoliosis Research Society is a nonprofit professional organization made up of physicians and allied health personnel. Their primary focus is on providing continuing medical education for healthcare professionals and on funding and supporting research on spinal deformities. Please visit srs.org for further information. 